your vision becomes a baseline for success and where you want you want your life to go, then we really struggle because our visions are so big and they're almost like by nature unattainable and they also evolve. I'm Sharia Woods. I'm a dreamer, a mom, and a community builder. I've always loved learning people's stories and figuring out how to keep getting better. And I created the Rise Society podcast to give you the inspiration and step-by-step strategies you need to get clear on what you want so you can design a life you love. If you know there's something bigger in this world for you and you're ready to figure out what it is, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about three reasons why you might be unhappy. And I mean, there's sometimes in your life when you know why you're unhappy, like something's gone wrong, you lost a job, you know, someone passed away. There are so many things that can happen that can cause us to be unhappy, but that's not really what we're talking about today. We're talking about those times in your life when it feels like everything is going to plan, Um, There's no reason that you really should be feeling unhappy. Everybody looks at you and they're like, she looks really successful. Why is she upset? Why is she not happy? Why is she not satisfied? Um, But you're still feeling like something just isn't working. Um, And so when we're in those times, it's really important that we can kind of recenter on some reasons why we might be unhappy so that we can then address those reasons. The things that we're going to talk about today should not be considered a replacement or an alternative to therapy. I am not a licensed psychologist or a counselor. I am just sharing a few things that I've learned um, as I've read a lot about the topic. So take it for what it's worth. And so the three that we're going to dig in today are number one, you may not be thinking about your progress in the right way. Um, Sometimes we are so ambitious and we're working so hard to achieve all these dreams that we're not really taking the time to reflect on what we have accomplished and how great we actually are doing. So that's number one. Number two is you may not have a clear vision for your life. Sometimes we're just achieving, going after thing after thing after thing, but not really pulling up to say, what's my big overarching vision for my life? And then number three, the vision for your life may not be your own. So you may have this vision of what your life is supposed to look like. You may even be accomplishing or achieving most of those things. But if you haven't taken the time to really reflect on what you want, then that can be a challenge. And so those are the three that we're going to jump into today. The first one is that you may not be thinking about your progress in the right way. I was first introduced to this concept by Tony Robbins. Um, and he was on a podcast kind of just talking about why people can sometimes fall into depression or just be really sad or upset with how their life is turning out. And he talked about your expectations not meeting the reality of your life. You know, you have this vision for what you want your life to look like and your reality is not there. And he talked about two approaches to that. The first approach is kind of what we always do, the obvious, like, let's just make life better to try to get to that expectation. But then the second one is adjusting your expectations, thinking about like what's really realistic. And then I dug into a book called The Gap and the Gain which is excellent. I'll put a link in the show notes to that if you guys want to dig into it as well. Um, But they talk about a similar concept and they talk about looking at your progress 
backward. So looking at where you are now and like where you've come from, instead of focusing so much on how far you have to go to get to your ideal. And in this book, the authors lay out a similar concept, but their idea is that happiness comes from feeling like where you you are, where you want to be or where you should be in life. Um, And similar to the way Tony Robbins talked about it, they said, you know, ambitious people tend to have really big visions and it's good to be ambitious. But when your vision becomes a baseline for success and where you want you want your life to go, then we really struggle because our visions are so big and they're almost like by nature unattainable and they also evolve. And so the authors in this book, they really compare the visions that we have for our lives to the horizon, which kind of blew my mind because the idea is that the horizon, when you look out at it, it just goes on forever. Like if you were in a space where there were no buildings, no obstructions, you could see the horizon line and you just walked and walked and walked the horizon line would always be in front of you. And that's really how our dreams and our visions are. Like they are the thing that we look to down the road. They are our North Star guiding us, right? Like your vision is huge. Your vision is far. And as you get closer and you take steps, it's not that you're not making progress, but sometimes that vision is even just moving like the horizon is it's not where it was when you think about like the rainbow and finding the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow it's the same idea like you're never going to find it because there is no real end to the rainbow they lean into the fact that there's nothing wrong with having a bold vision for our life like our visions are there to guide us just like the horizon they are not a place to get to they're just a north star guiding us and I'm glad that they said there's nothing wrong with having big dreams because dreams are a part of me. Um, if you're if you found this podcast, I imagine they're a big part of you and who you are too. And so they're like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. We should all have dreams and visions. They're what give us direction. They're what help us um, decide which way to go. But the challenge comes when you're comparing where you are to that vision instead of measuring backwards and really looking at how far you've come. And another thing that they talk about, and I know to be true in my life, is that when you reach a goal, it doesn't even feel like a goal anymore uh, because that success is just a part of your reality and your goals have evolved as you are going. A lot of times we don't even take time to celebrate or even process what we really accomplished. And I can think back to when I um, bought my first condo. I was 24 I um, had just graduated from Harvard. I had a master's degree. I had a great job. And my brother was, you know, at my my condo and he was, you know, saying, oh, this is so great. And he's a teenager at the time. And he's like, you know, asked me, how does it feel to be successful? And I did not have an answer for him. I was just like, I still remember the feeling of like, huh, like what is Huh, me? Successful? No. But, you know, looking at it from his perspective as a teenager and and similarly, like when I was a teenager, I, I didn't even, that wasn't even on the horizon for me yet, like the things that I had accomplished. And I certainly was a, a very successful 24-year-old. But in that moment, I didn't feel that. I had bigger dreams. I had other things I wanted to do. This was just like the start. Understanding these concepts now, 
and thinking about my life now and how I've accomplished like even so much more, but still have those feelings of like, oh, I'm not there yet. I need to get there. It's like, how do we reshape our perspective? And so instead of measuring from like, oh, I want all these additional things, we can look backwards and say, I started with zero and then here I am. There are other places I want to go. There are other things that I want to achieve, but wow, like look at what I've accomplished. You know, you could be someone who wants to be a millionaire. It's a popular goal, right? And maybe you've you've saved up $100,000. You can look at that and say, I want to be a millionaire and I only have $100,000. Like that's completely an accurate description of reality. Or you can say, I started with zero and now I have $100,000. You know, I hope one day I can get my net worth to be a million, but right now I'm at 100000 and I'm pretty proud of that. Both of those ways are, are accurate, but one of those ways makes you feel successful, makes you feel grateful, makes you feel accomplished. And one of those ways makes you feel inadequate and like you're just not where you want to be. And so it's like you get to decide how you want to feel. Um, by the way that you look at what you've accomplished and where you are. In the book, they even talk about like negative experiences. And so it's not always like, you know, it may be something that you learned along the way. It may be like, man, my net worth is like negative because I'm in debt <laughs> and I don't have any money. But I've learned that I don't like this feeling and now I'm taking a step. And this is an important part of that journey. And so just how we think about ourselves and our progress is is how we're going to be able to have that happiness in the moment instead of just pursuing that happiness as we go. And another thing you'll find is even if you're successful in getting that one million, you're like, I want to be a millionaire. Then by the time you get there, you're going to be like, ah, I want three. Being happy is really about like living in it, like sitting in the success, sitting in the progress, embracing it, reflecting on it, enjoying it. Um, and that's the place where, you know, I hope we can really all get to. So I encourage you to take some time over the next few days to really think about where you started. Like, what's your origin story? And then how far you come and really dare to feel happy right where you are. So reason number two today is that you really don't have a clear vision for your life. Many times people don't really pause to think about what they want. We tend to think about the next step, but we don't really take the time to consider the big picture. And this is like, especially once you get into the striving and achieving, like you may be accomplishing things like getting a good job or dating someone great or buying a house or buying a car. Um, these are all really tangible accomplishments. And so it can make you feel like, why don't I feel happy? Why don't I feel successful? But if you're not really taking the time to think about the big picture and what you want to be, you can really struggle. And there can be things that you're focusing on and that you're working towards that don't even really line up with what you want. And so quality decisions are big picture decisions that you make. So the smaller decisions are already made for you. And when you have a vision, you're able to make some of those really quality decisions that guide your life, that lead you on a journey. So for example, if you say, you know, I'm a vegetarian, when someone asks you if you want to eat steak, you don't have to think about the answer because you've already decided you're a vegetarian. Big picture vision is the same way. When you decide what you want your life to look like, what your goals are, where you want to go, your other decisions should just cascade down from that. So for example, if you say, you know, I envision myself as like a trim fit person. I want to lose 20 pounds by the end of the year. 
then when someone asks you if you want to go get like this decadent ice cream brownie sundae, you can easily pass because you say like, hey, this doesn't match my goals. You know, it's not anyone's birthday. I'm not like letting my friends down by not going to this. Um, so I'm just going to, I'm going to decline. Um, having a clear vision is going to make it easy for you to make decisions that will help you end up in the right destination. It's not so much that you necessarily have to achieve that vision right now or that you even ever have to get there, but it's pushing towards that vision that you want, constantly striving and moving in the direction of your goal and then looking back at where you started and like looking at your progress along the way. And the third reason that I found why you might be unhappy is that you may have a vision for your life, but it's not coming from inside of you. You know, we all grow up and live in environments where we are told who we should be, who we should want to be, what we should have, what we should want to have. But we have to really get quiet and listen to ourselves to understand what we want our lives to look like. When we're striving to get stuff that we feel like we should have, but that we don't really want, it does not, and it will not bring us happiness. It doesn't matter how much we reflect on it or our perspective on it. It's not what you want. And so you have to spend some quiet time really asking yourself, what kind of life do I want to have? How do I want to show up in this world? If I were to die tomorrow, what type of legacy would I want to leave behind? What's important to me? How do I want to spend my money? How do I want to spend my time? Taking time to really reflect on those things and other things too will help you gain control over like what your North Star is. Like we talked about following this horizon, um, our vision being out on the horizon and we're taking steps and then we're looking back and seeing how far we come and that being happiness. But to that same point, where is your North Star? Where are you heading? If you want in your heart of hearts to be super present for your kids and to be with them every day, to pick them up from school, you can get a great job that's paying you a ton of money and you're flying all over the country and you're never home and you're going to feel unhappy because that's not what in the, your heart of hearts you want. Once you get clear on what you want, then you can design a life that really allows you to go after those things. You know, let's say you're in that high powered role, great job. And you're like, well, I can't, you know, stop working. I can't just quit my job. That's when you put something new on the horizon. You say, I envision a life where I can be there to pick up my child from school every day. And it's on the horizon. And maybe it starts with a few less work trips. And then maybe it's figuring out some other career paths where you can still earn a great amount of money, but then be have the flexibility to be there with your kids. And then maybe it's doing some informational interviews and figuring out like, oh, okay, here's some good companies I can apply to. It doesn't have to be you acknowledge something that you want and then the next day you have it. It's about acknowledging what you want, putting it out there on the horizon, and then starting the journey to that goal and tracking your progress and seeing how you're growing, how you're getting closer, how you're getting better every day. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope that um, you are really thinking about what you want, what you want your future to look like, and how you're thinking about your life and really acknowledging all the amazing and great things that I know you are doing. Um, because that's what it's all about, right? 
I offered some reflection questions in that last section. I actually made a PDF version of those questions for you guys. So if you want to go to the show notes, you can download that PDF. So you can actually journal in the PDF or just have a list of those questions so you don't have to worry about writing them all down. Um, So I hope that's helpful to you all. Thanks for joining me today. And I hope you find happiness that is true and authentic for you. Thanks for joining me today and for staying until the very end of the show. It would mean the world to me if you would follow the Rise Society podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, keep shining.